Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Shall I delete the part of the interview where you say Tony Atlas? I can do if you want. It's Tony Atlas. <laughs> yes! <laughs> What three wrestling matches would you watch if you were stranded on a desert island? This is what I'm asking wrestling's best. In the ring, around the ring, behind the scenes, or behind a microphone. I'm Tom Campbell. Thank you for joining me on Cultaholic Island for another episode of Desert Island Graps. X Division title hanging in the balance. It's a Trey Miguel Trey Miguel has realized championship glory here in Impact Wrestling. And for all of us that know this young man, deep down inside, it couldn't have happened to a better guy. Trey Miguel, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good hanging out with, uh, you know, the X Division Championship right here. Oh, that old thing. That old old thing over there, you know. little cheeky championship. How is... um, (laughs) How's the new Spider Tray settling in? Because you got a new bad boy on your calf, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I got a new tattoo the other day. It's uh, dude, the swelling went down a lot. It was oh, uh, it was like wow. non weight bearing it, and I put the X belt on the back of my leg too. You have? I didn't spot that in the <laughs> yeah. picture. That's it. Yeah. I that like. Oh wait, I like I'm covering that. it up. That's a treat ah, for the Patreons. Yeah. We're having a good look at Trey Miguel's calf. There it is. There, there that's nice. Go. That's I, I thought. <laughs> I thought when we chatted tonight, it would be all bandaged up, it'd be all taped up, and it'd still be healing. But that's that's a beauty. That's nah, a beauty. I, had a, I, I went to the gym earlier, and I was like, "What's more attention grabbing? Just having a fresh tattoo or having it bandaged up? Like, oh, look at my protected new tattoo." You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'm just gonna go about my business like it's any other day." <laughs> obviously, it's it's a, obviously spider tray is the thing. But what inspired that particular design for the tattoo? Obviously, the X division thing is there. Um, but what's the inspiration behind it? So the tattoo itself was actually a flash piece. Uh, the gentleman that did my entire left arm, his name is Tony Touch. He lives here in Toledo, Ohio, and he does a lot of mural work all over the city. Um, some of our biggest bars, I mean, he's bars, side of buildings, half of downtown. I mean, his work is all over the place, and it's one of the most recognizable, like, hands that they're at. Like, you just, you know that Tony Touch's hand touched something when, when you drive by it. So uh, I've been a big fan of his artwork forever. And after he did my entire left sleeve, which were full of my ideas and things that he brought to life, I uh, I bummed him out when I told him I wanted it in black and gray because he loves doing these big 
colorful poppy pictures and uh he recently got online and had a book of flash drawings that he was you know proposing hey if anyone would like to look into the secret stash uh, i will let select people pick tattoos out and luckily i've sat with him enough times and i have a good enough rapport with him and it helps him on tv uh, i was like hey can i take a peek so uh i came across the spider-man design and i love spider-man i always have like as a child my two biggest loves in this world were spider-man and pro wrestling so and i would like dedicate christmases to one or the other like one year it's just all wrestling next year it's all spider-man and then we're gonna just keep flipping these things back and forth so um when I saw the piece though, it, it was already drawn up as is. And I thought about it. I saw it on October 1st. And I was like, man, that's so cool. I'm doing the Miles Morales character on TV right now. And personally, I feel like this has been one of the, not only most trying, but most, um, maybe most trying, challenging and uplifting slash, like, I don't know. I just feel like this is really the year I found myself. It, you know, and it took a lot of work to get there. And I'm really proud of the body of work I've put out in professional wrestling over this past year and feeling more comfortable in my own skin than I ever have, which means a lot to me because I feel like there's no way you can, if you're not happy outside of wrestling, you're not going to be happy inside of wrestling. I feel like those things are kind of, you know, dependent on one another. And I just loved the artwork of it. I'm like, man, the mouse Morales thing is so sweet. I would, love to tattoo that on me you know what i mean like it's one of your original pieces i want an original tony touch piece on me so let me pick this one out and he goes cool yeah we'll do it so when i uh, pull up the original sketch didn't have my tm logo on it though it had like the actual miles morales spider spray paint he goes oh dude i thought it'd be super cool if we had him spray painting your logo you know what i mean because you do the miles and i didn't tell him why i was picking his tattoo i just told him hey that's awesome i want it but i had my reasons for it so when I showed up and he even made like personal connections between the piece and me, I was like, well, this is really cool, sweet. And then I had this last minute idea. I was just like, can we throw the X division championship in it? You know, I was like, I, 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 I I'm not going to have this belt forever. And this would be really cool to do while I have it. And, um, I, I don't know if like I'll ever get a replica made or not. I was like, but this, I know I want, like, I, I want something that's permanent that like can't, be lost somewhere or stolen from me i was like let's let's put this on it so he he put it hanging out the bag of miles morales backpack and i got my exhibition championship with me forever now it's so cool oh you said there that christmas alternates between uh pro wrestling and spider-man you must be torn this christmas because it's your first christmas as exhibition champion and the new <laughs> spider-man films out Where's your loyalty lying? That's why I got the tattoo, because it honors both. It's, it's my whammy. Christmas gift to myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I always get myself a gift. This was it. So I feel like we we crushed both. <laughs> nice, nice. We're going to we're gonna talk about the wrestling side of things, because uh, I've asked you, Trey, to choose three wrestling matches uh, that you would watch while stranded on a metaphorical desert island. And we're going to go through them and talk about uh, little bits in and around your, your career as we go. What would you like, though, your first wrestling match to be, Trey? Okay, my first wrestling match would be Austin Aries versus Samoa Joe at Slammiversary for the X Division Championship. Now, obviously, it's a, I, it's a match I wanted, that, I, that belt that you got there. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, uh, and the reason why is just because um, it, it was in the midst of me being obsessed with this championship and like more than ever i was the biggest impact fan at the time austin aries was my favorite wrestler 
he was doing the most incredible hard-hitting matches. He was someone that I appreciated so much because when I was 16 and 17, I was very unathletic, but I was very, like, into wrestling. I was doing shows all the time, but I was just like, man, I'm small. I don't have a lot of weight and muscle, so people expect me to do all this flying and this flipping, which I don't know how to do and I don't feel comfortable doing. I was like, man, but, like, if I could be like a guy like Austin Aries, who's not tall, really, he's not one of the big buff dudes, but he wrestles like a heavyweight, even though he's in all these cruiserweight style matches, is like, that's who I want to kind of mold myself around. So I paid so much attention to him, but like that particular match created such a big, big fight feel. You know what I mean? Just him and uh, Joe standing across the arena was freaking packed. You get this sweet, you know, panning out shot. And I was just like, I feel like that you could you could have put the two biggest stars in the company at the time against each other in the match. And I can't remember the rest of that card. And maybe they wrestled each other. Maybe they didn't. But not a, you can't just take two names and be like, oh, yeah, go be Rock and Hogan for five minutes. It doesn't work with everyone. Like, not everyone can recreate that. And for two guys who I don't think were the top two uh, on paper, you know, the way they're promoted and the way they're booked, you know what I mean? They're kind of being booked like mid-card guys I was like those dudes went out there and showed you no we are two of the pillars holding this bitch up and we can create this big fight feel and even if this is the first match it's the fucking main event and that's all i felt when i watched that match and I, that's all i ever feel i love that match so much it's a belt it was a match for the belt that, that you have uh, resting on the on, on your couch right now do you do you feel any pressure from that, from having the belt that these two competed and threw it all out there for? Bro, I feel pressure over the fact that no one lost this. Mm. The fact that Josh Alexander was the previous champion and thought that competition ran dry, so he gave it up. How do you fill those shoes? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like it, it, it felt like it was deserted. It didn't feel like it was vacant. It felt like it was like, ah, this isn't cutting it. Mm. like that's like I, I feel like i have to build this thing up again that's a lot of pressure you know i mean forget the list of guys that have held it i mean which is exponentially intimidating they were all some of my favorite wrestlers and some of the most way paving professional wrestlers that we know today but fuck man the, the, the <laughs> someone said this is this isn't enough i'm giving this up for something bigger how do I build that up a little bit. I got to give this thing some prestige. I need to put on the best matches of my entire life right now. Make this something that people care to watch get defended. You mentioned there that you remember watching Austin Aries when you were 16. By this point, you've been wrestling, or you've been two years since you'd started wrestling training. And I love the fact that, that you, you told this story previously about how your wrestling training got started because of your friend's dad's kidney. And yeah, it's, it's an incredible story. A hospital lost a kidney and owed a man a hundred grand afterward. And dude opened a wrestling school. <laughs> and as asked you, me, as hey, you do with lost kidney money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I know how to flip this. <laughs> <laughs> but so you are 14 years old, you'd fallen, you know, you'd, you'd fall in love with wrestling at that point, And they said, let's, let's go for it. Y your dad wasn't so keen though, was he? He, you know, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. My freshman year was a bad year. Um, academically, I had fucked off the entire year. Did terribly. Much. I gave my dad no incentive or reason or even an inkling of 
yeah, yeah, you can do this. Like, uh, there was no reason he should have signed off on letting me do it. If I were my dad, I'd be like, no, you deserve dirt for dinner. Go to your room. <laughs> but, uh, but he did. And uh, at a point where I, I, at the time, I genuinely knew he shouldn't be saying yes to. And I think that's what, like, that's why I wanted to work so hard at it. Because I, it's not like I'm just asking for something because I want it and because I want it, I feel like I should get it. You're my dad. Like it, I 100% understood. I was like, dude, I know I have been, I've been ruining my life over this last year. I I failed my freshman year of high school. I'm going to have to repeat that now. I'm now going to graduate a year later than all my friends. And if I have a, a, a similar year upcoming than this previous one, then I'm only doing worse. But, um, so I completely understood like, he shouldn't say yeah right now this isn't this isn't uh, I thought about that before I asked him you know this is probably going to say probably going to say no and it's better that I understand why before I hear no and then get mad and then react to it like immaturely so um I'm very surprised that he said yes but because he did I I told myself and I promised myself and him that I would work as hard as I ever worked or harder than I've ever worked for anything in my life and um getting signed to impact felt like a payoff but bringing that home felt like the degree like he put me through school and I, I brought home the degree that's what that felt like you mentioned recently that you're going back or you might be the process of going back to do your ged oh i finished that up i did it yep so what was so what was the moment where you decided okay now the school thing didn't work out i threw everything into wrestling so when did you decide like okay i'm gonna go and 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 give this bit another shot what what made you decide to do that do the ged it, it was something that i always cared about genuinely mm. and i'm getting to a point now where i mean i'm only tw- I'm, I'm it's so hard to hear oh but you're so young i'm 27 years old and i've been wrestling for 12 years i gave up my teenage years and the high school experience and teenage experience to hit the road become friends with 30 year old men and you know live life like one of them so it feels like i've been a grown-up for 12 years longer than i have been if that makes sense yeah um a lot of growing in a short amount of time uh, yeah it's like it i don't i don't go out i don't do any like i just i'm so i'm an old soul dude i'm just tired (laughs) (laughs) um you know, I, you know what I mean? I get it. I get it. So, okay, let's 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 move on with your second match. So we've had Austin Aries Samoa Joe for the X Division title. What's your next match going to be, Trey? Blood Generation versus Do Fixer at Ring of Honor. Oh, okay. So Ring of Honor is just a plethora of, of incredible matches to choose from. But why this one in Dude, particular? Because it just doesn't stop, man. It's one of the most awesome tag matches. It's an eight-man tag that is just non-stop. I mean, it's, it's just so, it's so everything everyone wishes they were doing right now, but they're doing a shitty imitation of. <laughs> is, what, which moments from that particular match like stand out to you when we talk about it today? Um, I mean, honestly, the, the reaction from the fans. I don't feel like I've seen a reaction or like a, a true appreciation. The way the fans... They stood on their feet for the entire duration of the match. It's a 20 minute plus match. Um, it doesn't slow down ever. It didn't give the fans a chance to breathe, but they didn't lose a breath if that makes sense. Like they were there to react to everything. It was just something that 
no matter how spoiled fans can be or how much they expect out of you, I just don't, I don't see that being recreated. That was such a vibe. And I've, I've never been a part of something that like, let's burn everything. This is so awesome. And I'm jealous of it. And I just, uh, it's such a, it, it, it gives me a bit of like, let's keep working. You know what I mean? Like we haven't gotten a reaction like this, man. This is something so different and so, like it's mad you know it's just like it's the most contagious thing i've ever seen like if if you've seen a symbiote just go nuts under like a little case before it takes over like that's what this crowd reminded me of it just literally wanted to be unshackled i was just like i will do anything to be a part of one of those moments one of those matches and i'm yet to do it you know what you say you're getting to but there'll be many people that listen to this that will that will reflect on on a rascal's moment and go no i get it Cause like you know, in in six man tags, you guys went and you do. Yeah, but I, there's something just so special about that. If if you haven't watched the match, I really urge you to, and then you'll see what I'm saying. It's it's from the minute it starts to the moment it stops. No one sits down. It's so just the amount of oh that's in <laughs> everyone's faces. I mean, like they're literally they can't take what's happening. They're going like crisscross between the ears and everything. It's, uh, and I'm not saying we haven't had good matches or enjoyable matches or matches that made people feel that way. But in the, the reaction wasn't as contagious apparently because there was no one not doing it. You know what I mean? So, um, but it's good to have that feeling of, Oh, I haven't done that yet. It makes me want to work harder because the moment you feel like you've done everything, you should just wrap your shit up and get out. Yeah, that's it. It's the if, it's the, if, if you get if you really if, if the butterflies stop, then that's probably when you stop. Yeah, get, then get out. If you're not nervous before your match, then you probably don't care about this. Honestly, exactly. I I do this weird thing before every single match, and Zach does it too, or Nash, where you go Ugh! like we just do like one good Ugh! and just hold in the throw up, and we're like, all right, I'm good, I'm good. I needed to do that, but if I don't do that, I feel weird about what's about to happen. So it's, it's a like, bit like a um uh, almost like a, a superstition thing now that you, if you don't do it, then it's not superstitious but it's a it's a good reminder that i'm genuine i genuinely care about this match what's about to happen i'm nervous about it and if i'm if i'm nervous about it that means my heart's in it that means i want to do good i want the fans to love this i want to be safe and i want them to come out safe too which is the most important part of any of this with or without anyone enjoying what's happening is to let wrestlers leave a match as healthy as they entered it the first time uh, you, we all got a family. Oh, uh, we you've all got stuff going on, and you know, and and obviously your family. When we talk family and wrestling, uh, we talk about Des and Zach. And I love the fact that there was wardrobe heat between you three when you got started. <laughs> it's the best way to describe it: is wardrobe heat. Oh my god, dude! The amount of oh, it was so hard <laughs> coordinating anything with it. I mean, we would show up to tapings like oh, I brought black and white. I brought the, the colored ones. I was like, well, I got the Ohio State <laughs> colored tights. I'm just like, Jesus, fuck. We have a fucking group chat. <laughs> like, why Like why we just all thought like we were telekinetically like, okay, this is the color. It was the dumbest thing in the world, but there were so many times we showed up. I, it mainly, we didn't do so bad for impact because we knew it was a little, it was, well, much more important. But on the indies, you got what you got. which we thought what at the end of it though it kind of became a running joke because we're like you know what it kind of makes us a little bit more rascally like why coordinate everything if if i'm baked and i'm not looking at my phone 
I'm just gonna grab anything. I'm like, oh yeah, here's wrestling gear. Like y'all, y'all are lucky my knee pads and kick pads ever matched once we got to that point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't wanna hear I don't wanna hear shit. Like y'all lucky I didn't go out there in sweat shorts. <laughs> I just said screw all gear. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go out with a joint in my mouth or something like that. It, it was really funny. But and that was also something that would happen too. We would like someone would forget gear and we're like, okay, well, none of us are gonna wear gear now. Can we do that? We can do whatever we want. That's the joy of it. Was it was it Des yeah. or was it Zach who not long after you met went, you look like Ricochet? <laughs> Why do you look like Des, Ricochet? Dude, dude, man, the day I met Des, I man, <laughs> I still like I still he got a little him. bit of Don't hate remember hearing that he bro, called Ricochet and went, hey, yeah, mate. Here, here, I'm gonna tell you the story right here. So Please we're do. working out and we're working out in the basement in Dayton. Uh I got there the day before there's all this hype oh des is coming home and i'm like oh that's cool you know what i mean i've had interactions with des over social media i was surprised that he even followed me and whenever i'd get a like from him i'm like oh here's here's that one dude who's never in dayton when i go down there but i know a lot of and everyone loves him he's you know he likes my stuff you know what i mean hopefully he's a cool dude you know what i mean bro the day he walks down the stairs he goes wait hold on goes i gotta record i gotta send this to trevor and he pulls up his Snapchat and he goes, I found your son. Oh <laughs> my God. And and then and then I do I do this. I go, Hey Trevor. And he goes, Have you met him yet? And I go, No. He goes, Don't call him Trevor. And then he just read I'm like, Oh my God, bro. What the fuck? Like I'm just like, I'm first off, I'm embarrassed about getting embarrassed and doing something more embarrassing during it. Like I wish I just slapped that fucking phone out of his hand. Like <laughs> But you became friends for life, and and you know I'm I'm not going to bore you with the question about obviously we know what they're doing now. Who we said we're friends for life? Who said we're friends for life? I had a rumor. Des did weirdly. Um, <laughs> obviously we know what they're doing. They're doing their thing, so we're not going to go into. We know it was personal. It was family reasons that meant you did your thing, and and look, you're flying. It's incredible. Uh, what I want to mention though is uh, the other night in NXT they did a thing where they finally met. The, the shaman, the shaman. And um, I went online and it, basically the internet has boiled it down to three people, either Rob Van Dam, John Morrison, or you. And obviously it's, it's, none. it's none. None of those three. I found out who it was yesterday. And then Zach called me again about it today. And he's like, dude, oh, bro. I'm like, oh, I can't believe this. I'm like, whoa. I was just like, dude. So they're pumped he, for it, it then. Oh, bro. Oh my. When y'all see who it is, it's, it's so great. It's so great. But uh, I think it's kind of, I think it's someone that's unexpected. But when you see it, you're like subliminally, that makes sense. That makes go, sense. Ah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like they wouldn't talk about that on TV, but in real life, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but what's, what's the reaction to you when you see like the rumor starting and people going, oh, it's definitely Trey. It's definitely Trey. It's definitely Trey. Like, are you I, tempted I, to I, bite I, on it? Are you just letting it oh, ride? No, dude, you get, you got to just T-Rex it. You know how, like, if, like, a T-Rex is by you, just don't move, don't, it just, like, it'll forget you're there and just wander off and go to the next subject. You know what I mean? Um, I do feel like when, like, when stuff like that happens, whenever there's some kind of mystery and people just get to tagging me and stuff, I feel like, like, probably like how Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire feel about the Spider-Verse movie right now. Like, oh, I can't answer anything because I don't want to ruin what they got going on. They, I don't know who's writing their stuff. I don't want to just be like, playing along with something and then ruin the story or the joke. So I just, I, I try not to chime in on social media about what they have going on, unless it's just in support of what they have going for the day, whether it be a championship match or just saying, 
MSK day or something like that. You know what I mean? Just to let the fans know I am still paying attention. I still love my brothers, but I'm not here to give any of your conspiracies a rub or give any of your ideas or hopes any any extra to it because that's not what I'm here for. So shall I shall I delete the part of the interview where you say Tony Atlas? Um I can do if you want. It's Tony Atlas. <laughs> yes! We all knew it. Um <laughs> Beautiful creative freedom at impact. The this the spray paint entrance that we saw from Bound for Glory. Hey, uh, thanks, man. So I'm putting it over. That's awesome. That was ace. That was and that was you, right? That was was that you? Yeah, yeah. That that was 100 my idea, and it's an idea I pitched months ago, and they were like, "I will come back to it, man. I just got to see it. I don't know." And I was like, "All right." And then come Bound for I was like, this, "All right, look, please, like, listen. This is what I'm." And then I painted the picture for them. They're like, "Oh yeah, we could do that." I was like. Oh my God. If you would have listened months ago. <laughs> There's so many ideas great get get lost in translation like that. It's almost like you want to go, I just want to show you what I mean. Yeah. Like, but, then you'll then you'll like it. It's all my fault. You know what I mean? Like I, I bring it up while guys are trying to film vignettes and promos and just edit stuff. And it, it's hardly ever really a good time to bring it up unless you're not at work. But because it was hard to describe it over the phone, I waited till like one of the days of tapings where someone had a million things to do. And I'm just like, this is the worst time I could bring this up. And there's no reason why they wouldn't just shut me out. So I deserve that. It, ha it happened, <laughs> but, but, but you're loving the creative freedom though. It seems. It yeah. And, and uh, there you go. I'll tell you where I actually got the idea from too. Uh, aside from the Miles Morales Spider-Verse movie, because he actually, you know, does tag in that movie, which I thought was like, if I could figure out a way to do this, that'd be really cool. But uh Taya Valkyrie, when she was at Impact, her Titantron was a video 
of someone spray painting a wall saying, you know, and it said, Wera Loca. And I remember thinking, dude, if they just put Weta Loca up there and like had her spray paint it, that would be even sicker. And it never was a thing. And then unfortunately, you know, uh, she left and no one was doing anything like that. And I was just like, this is too perfect for the Miles Morales character. Let me, let me shoot this idea. It's something I think will work. And uh, honestly, I mean, I, while I was sitting on the idea, I had someone else shoot me the idea. Uh, my buddies at Collar and Elbow were at one of the tapings. They're like, dude, you know what? We thought about this thing. That'd be so sweet. And when they told me, I said, dude, I literally pitched that months ago. That's so crazy that you said that. I said, but now that you said that, I can validate that it's a good idea and that I'm not stupid. Let's, we're running back to the office. <laughs> Who would you yeah, pitch that to then? Would that be to Scott Damore? Would, would you sign off on that? Would there be higher up no, other management no, you'd have actually, to go to? No, actually, it would just be... Uh, uh, one of my good friends at the company who has been there since day one handles most of the editing and uh, pretty much everything you see that touches TV runs through Eric first, but it's uh, uh, Eric Tompkins. So uh, wow. I ran the idea to him and he was like, yeah, dude, absolutely. We can for sure do that. It just, it was a matter of timing. Uh, I was in like the, it also, the timing when I pitched it, regardless of like the, the day, just like where we were storyline, it, it made no sense. I would have just like popped up on an episode one week with like a throwaway match on BTI or something like that, doing the new, this new cool entrance that would have gotten like, it just would have been swept under the rug and no one would have cared about. But so I think, and it was his idea too. He goes, why don't we wait for something big, like bound for glory or something like that, dude, you know, it'll mean something. So that's why I waited. I actually held on to him saying that and just kept it in my back pocket for bound for glory. And, there you go. and it, it just so go. happened to be this match that was happening. I was like, this is a perfect storm. This is so cool. And uh it was really cool to see people's reaction to it online it was uh it, it's really cool when something that isn't just a move gets over with people and like they actually have a really like real appreciation for it you know, you know like talent was retweeting it and comment and sending me messages like dude that idea is so i was like that feels really cool to get that reception from my peers and the people that watch the product who are you know those opinions matter most they are either going to give us viewership or take away from our viewership so it was it was really cool. We've got, we've got one more match to get to, but before we do, I always like to, to spring this on people. It's nothing bad, Trey, I promise. If I can um, if I can touch on something, this will be hilarious. Right oh, please before do. I did it for the right before I did it for the first time, I forgot how like because it, it goes like <gasps> counterclockwise. I forgot the fucking animation of it. So oh, I'm like, no. they're they're about to turn the lights on. I go, dude, I don't remember how this goes. And thank God for Johnny Bravo, I think he goes. Or no, Eric Tompkins was right there. He goes, I, I don't remember. Let me uh, send it to Josh, or let me ask Josh real quick. And Josh Matthews saved the day. He he sent, like, right before I went out there, I was like, oh, thank God, thank God, bro. I was just about to just start. Because <laughs> that, that could have killed the whole thing stone dead. If, oh, like, dude. It's like, yep. just in any old order. Yep. God, well, God bless Josh Matthews for that, then. <laughs> thank you, Josh Matthews. Thank you, Love Josh. You. Hashtag thank you, Josh. <laughs> as well as three wrestling matches, uh, I'm also uh, asking you to take with you a movie, an album, and a luxury item. So the item can be uh, something which has got some personal meaning. It could be a bit of tech for you to have on the island, something, you know, a bit of a creature comfort for a stay on a desert island. Uh, movie, though, which, which Spider-Man movie are you taking, Trey? <laughs> Oh, well, oh, it doesn't have damn. to be Spider-Man. It could be whatever. 
All right, so I'm gonna answer. I'll answer Spider Man and any movie. Does that sound cool? That sounds had, good. That sounds well, good. All right. So if it were today, it wouldn't be able to be No Way Home. But I am sure if No Way Home were already out, I would choose that because it's about to be so awesome with this multiverse, dude. I'm very but excited, I would, mate. I I would I would pick Spider Man Two from Sam Raimi, the original trilogy. Nice. And then outside of it i would probably pick ooh, the dark knight oh good shout I, really I like how dc knight. went dark as marvel went brighter like yeah yeah that, absolutely and i didn't you know what? i didn't even i didn't even mean to pick two superhero movies i was just like what are you like your actual just favorite freaking movies of all time and they're just the what dark you knight. like yeah they're just what uh, you like I've, and I've seen, I've seen as much as I'm a Halloween freak by like to the, to no end. Um, I watched the dark Knight in theater eight times. Wow. That's eight, commitment eight to the cause. That is, Dude, that, I like I it. Just, I wouldn't quit watching it, bro. How many times were you watch Spider-Man? Do you reckon? Uh, so I bought one, myself, two, new one. I bought, I bought myself two tickets for the opening day already. Cool. So, uh, assuming it's as awesome as I think it's going to be, we we might top the record of oh, dude, we're dead. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna speak this into existence. Please this movie's gonna be so good that we're going to beat the record of The Dark Knight because of its awesomeness and because I now get a discount on all of my movie tickets because I'm part of the Movie Club Cinemark app. So I get a, I get a free ticket every month and I get discounted prices plus twenty percent off all concessions. How could I not go watch the hell out of this movie? And I get points for every ticket I buy. Give me all the points. <laughs> this now feels like a proper podcast because we've got promotional consideration in the middle. Maybe by August I'll get a free small popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise you have to pay thirty seven ninety like the rest of it. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, do you know what? Keep me updated on Twitter. I want to I watch how many times you walk into the movie theater that in for Spider Man. I want to watch every walk in. <laughs> Every single time. Album. What album would you like to take, Trey? Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Straight in there, you knew. Why that one? Uh, because it's a story from start to finish. It's like, uh, it's a, it's an imaginary movie through and through audio. It's so good. Like every song leads, like picks up where the last one led off. And it, it, it's such an easy image to create in your head. Like I feel like I'm watching a movie when I listen to this album. It's not like, just all over the I don't feel like albums are all over the place but you know what I mean like some albums are just albums sometimes there's not there's no there's no message behind it it's just hey this is the music I made this is the order in which I felt like it flowed for a nice roller coaster emotionally but that album is it's based on one night and it's a story from start to finish it's put in chronological order uh and it's it's just a damn good musical album at the same time um, if I if that weren't it, I would have to pick Issues' first album, which was just titled Issues. So nice. Okay, and how about a luxury item? My phone. I, uh, <laughs> What's the, I don't what, what are the last three apps that you had open on your phone? Mm, let's look at it. <laughs> Trey Miguel has disappeared from the conversation. Snapchat, YouTube, and Instagram. Nice, keeping the Snapchat dream alive. I like it. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's where I talk to Ricochet every day. Oh. I can't let fans know. I, I can't let people know that we're actually friends in public. That would ruin the illusion. <laughs> they would ruin the illusion. Uh, okay, so your third and final match, then. What are we going for, Trey, for the desert? We're, we're 
we are going with Halloween Havoc 1996, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Oh, a beauty. Can you remember where you were yeah. when you watched this for the first time? Um, I was actually already training for wrestling. I hadn't seen it until I was 15. And I was at my first wrestling school on Telegraph Avenue across from the Groganstown Chrysler dealership in Lot 1. You remember exactly the address as well. That's great. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those matches that even to this day stands out just because of like, it's a match that would, would be on a, on a wrestling show today and would, would hold its own, if not excel everything else on there. Like it was beyond. I, I don't hate the term ahead of their time, but like, because those guys were always just so good. Like they were on a different level always, you know what I mean? And I don't, just because they were doing it then and it is it's not all that's happening now but it's the more popularized style of wrestling i don't want to say like they're just ahead of the time i'm just like they're just the ogs of this shit dude mm. quit thinking that today's quit thinking today's the standard like if they did it then then like we're past our time or some shit like you know what i mean like yeah fuck that they're ahead of the time they're the ogs of this they started the wave bro is there a moment from that match that has inspired a, a moment within one of your matches? Mm, no, not, not a specific moment as much as it, it taught me what a good underdog looks like and what a good underdog moves like and how to build that story with a little bit of longevity because it's not a quick match. Um, and for two guys that were, well, Eddie's always been a little like a tweener on his side, like a bigger guy, but not a bigger guy when you put him next to a bigger guy. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's a freaking clinic. And there's, I feel like we get some, there are, there are really good matchmakers these days. I feel like there are guys that can put on clinics and guys that can put on movies. And I feel like it's a special hybrid of guys that can do both at the same time. And that's what we were witnessing in that, in that match. Uh, we are seeing at the moment a real wonderful time for, for Impact Wrestling. Uh, you yourself, Trey, you put out a tweet that says, for some reason, every week people come to me and say, that's the, after you want matches and say, that's one of the best matches I've seen. You say, you oh, no, that was stride. my student. That was, that was my student. I just retweeted it. Yeah. Oh, well, it's, uh, it stands to reason as well for yourself, though. Like, there's a real sense yeah. that your stride is being hit right now on Impact. Uh, Do you feel like that's the case? Yeah, 1000%. And what's really. So the, my student put that tweet out and it made me think about something. I was like, is this how I feel about myself right now? And uh, I can't say yes, because I'm not getting the same reception about his matches. You know what I mean? That he gets every time, because I, I also am a little less available to the fans sometimes at shows because I have to either fly in and just get in there hours early as an optional, or maybe I have to, get to a hotel or a flight right after something, something like that. So the accessibility is a little bit lesser than it was before. But what I can tell you has been my experiences as of late is the guys that I work with. And after the matches, almost 10 times out of 10, I get the, I needed a match like that. Or that I needed a match like this. Very, very I, 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 it really is for someone to tell me I needed that match. And it's guys that, have been working for the same amount of time as me guys that have been working longer than me guys that are also working for other television companies guys that are also working for impact guys that are in their first two years of wrestling i mean just it's kind of been a constant experience and it does feel really good it's it's 
and I, I don't ask them, well, what kind of matches do you think we have? It's just, just good to know that they got that feeling from it because when wrestling makes you feel good, it makes you feel great. I say when wrestling's good, it's really fucking good because it's the best feeling ever. You can watch uh, Trey Miguel dishing out the best feeling ever on Impact every week. It's on Impact Plus around the world. <laughs> and you can follow them on Impact Insiders. Now you can subscribe on YouTube to their channel as well. Trey is I subscribe honor. to Impact Insiders. So there you, you should. It's only $1. $1. Come on. One whole dollar to, to watch some of, the, some of the greatest wrestling on the planet. Uh, Trey Miguel, it has been an honor and a privilege. Best of luck. I'm expecting... Uh, 15, 16 at least, maybe 17 uh, viewings of Spider-Man. All right, well, I got I feel like I got at least... Uh, if if I touch eight, I got to touch 10. We're, get, we're getting out of the single digits no matter what. I'll be counting. So. I'll be counting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep where, you updated, brother. Where can people find you online, Trey? You can find me online on Twitter and Instagram at the Trey Miguel on TikTok under just Trey Miguel all over the Impact Plus app and YouTube channel. That's where you can find me making people happy and giving them matches that they wanted. <laughs> and um, and then you can also find me on here the next time we come back because I'm positive we will be back to give an update on how many times I watched Spider-Man. <laughs> you better be back. I'll be living if you're not, Trey. I'll be living if you're not. <laughs> 